With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Breaking news. LeBron is a Laker. Clippers team will win a championship this year. Paul George, corner three. Yes, sir! Bryant has to put it up with the buzzer. Banks it in! <laughs> he banks in the three! And the Lakers win the game! What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network and also part of the Blue Wire Network now. Um... This is episode 34. This is the post-All-Star episode. Uh, as always, I'm Tomer Zarli, your LA Clippers beat writer and uh, host for the podcast. I'm also here with Ryan Ward, our Lakers beat writer, uh, who just joined me for every single episode as well. How you doing, Ryan? What up? Super excited. Uh, just had a nice All-Star weekend. Uh, Going to enjoy the next couple of days off. Um, All-Star weekend was... I think a lot of people had a lo- their reservations and concerns about the format because they it wasn't just you know twelve minute quarters for the entire time it was twelve minute quarters and whoever won each quarter um, you know got a hundred thousand dollars for their charity down to Team Giannis and Team LeBron uh, and then in the fourth quarter they added up all three of their scores from the previous quarters and then first one the highest one obviously add twenty four to it and then um, you know whoever reaches that that number. Uh, ended up winning so before you know entering the fourth quarter uh, I believe the score what was it Uh, the score was 124 to 133 team Giannis was up which meant uh, plus 24 team LeBron or team Giannis had to get a 157 to win and um, you know down nine team LeBron made made a nice comeback Uh, it was a fun game I think we all saw a lot of intensity out there um, something that had been lacking in previous All-Star games. I think for the final maybe quarter, everyone was on their feet. Everyone was cheering loud. The, the, you know, guys were, were amped to play defense and offense. Uh, it felt like an NBA Finals-style game. I mean, obviously you don't go that hard, but there just felt like there was, there was an intensity there that just could not, uh, that hasn't been replicated in a while. Uh, would you agree with that, Ryan? Did you, did you sense that out there? Uh, yeah, but it took them three quarters to get there. Be nice if they could do that for the whole friggin' game. I don't understand why it's got to take them to the fourth quarter. To be like, okay, well now we'll start playing. But uh, I mean, it was enter- the fourth quarter was entertaining. The rest of it sucked, in my opinion. 
I thought it was just the same old, you know, no one plays defense. Everybody just lets people run in to do a dunk or a layup, and it just gets super boring. But uh, fourth quarter was was about the most intense that I've ever seen it. So that it, I'm glad that it was interesting to that point. Well, I think that even in the third quarter when they had the, you know, everyone was playing for a charity each side. And so when it was 40, it was, I think it was, uh, it finished out 41-41, but, you know, Team LeBron was down two, uh, was down one. Uh, Nicole Jokic hits a three with like 10 seconds left. Uh, you know, and they go up by two. And then Team Giannis hits, uh, hits Gobert for an alley-oop dunk to tie it up at 41 apiece. Um, and then, you know, obviously those, those charities care about that money. It's $100,000 for those charities. Uh, I, I thought that was a nice little incentive there uh, to get guys to play harder. They, they committed a foul, uh, you know, to stop the clock and try to get more opportunities to score. I, th- I thought the incorporating that aspect and, and having each side play for something more than just, you know, scoring points in an All-Star game, I thought that added a lot to it. Um, the first, score, first quarter, LeBron won 53-41. Team LeBron won 53-41. The second quarter, Giannis, Team Giannis won 51-30. And the third quarter was tied 41-41, so the money from that quarter carried over into the fourth quarter, and Team LeBron basically took the third quarter pot and the fourth quarter pot together for their charity. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, right into it though, Kawhi Leonard um, was on fire to the entire game. I mean, he started off, I think it was 4 He for was four. playing hard. He was playing. He was one of the few playing. Him, him and Giannis, I think, were playing kind of the same kind of level. Throughout the whole game, uh, like they both wanted to win, they both wanted that MVP, uh, but everybody else was like, "I don't really care." Well, I'll wait till the fourth. I mean, yeah, Kawhi started out four four from beyond the arc, um, had twelve points, was the leading scorer for most of the game. I don't think anyone ever surpassed him at any point. Um, and yeah, I think I think I agree with you on that. It looked like for the most part it was Kawhi. Uh, and it was Giannis vying for it on each side, which basically means you know whichever team wins the final wins the game uh, would end up being MVP. You know, if Team Giannis won, Giannis would have been MVP. Um, and I think Giannis was pissed. I think he was starting to get a little pissed when his team was uh, kind of letting Kawhi just shoot threes the whole time. Well, um, Kawhi Kawhi was getting some tough shots to go down too. He had a, a nice, I think it was on the. In the Corner, corner three-pointer that just faded away out of bounds and made it. Yeah, but the majority uh, of them, like 80% of them were wide open. And he just said to shoot. That was it. He was just knocking them down. I was like, damn. And you, you could tell they were going to go down. The second he decided to shoot, I was like, yeah, that's, that's in. That's in. But, uh, yeah, just nobody really got up on him. I think even Siakam was teasing him because he, he was mic'd up. He said something like, "Yeah, yeah, he was. It, he was stop uh, hitting those threes, man. Stop hitting those." Threes. He was saying, "I think he said a uh, box plus one. They play a block box plus one on him because defense on him because uh, they couldn't stop him. They didn't want him to score anymore." Um, I thought, "Look, I don't want to be a sort of bad guy here, but felt like LeBron was ball hogging a bit too much down the stretch. Took a couple Ooh, of bad shots." LeBron criticism from Tomer Azarley. I, I mean, ah, just it was tough to watch because you look at the guys who had it going. Uh, it was basically Chris Paul, uh, Anthony Davis. I think had a, had a decent game. I don't think he had enough to win MVP, but it was AD, Le, AD, uh, Chris Paul, and, and Kawhi who had a good game for Team LeBron. Uh, ben Simmons played well, but he was on the court late. Um, I felt like one of those three. They, they should have just kept going to one of those three guys. 
And instead, LeBron, no, just, I agree. You know, he jacked up a a, a logo three. He um, he does this just, all the time. Though. He tried to go one on one with Giannis, where he just tried to back him down, and it was clearly going nowhere. And he took a fadeaway anyways, and just got swatted by Giannis. Well, he looked he looked really old in a couple of sequences, right? Like the one that Giannis blocked him with ease, even though he put his shoulder into him, right? And then there was the where he tried to draw the foul on the three. Yeah. Oh, there was that play too. Yeah, wasted yeah. possession. And then and he, he the almost fell yeah. down, run, running to the other side of the court. <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, dude, stop. Just stop. Just pass it. You're the best passer <laughs> on the floor. Just pass the ball. That's what I thought. I thought that he, he's such a good passer, obviously, that I thought he was going to try and focus on getting other guys involved. And, uh, right? No, he, did, he did. He did. He did a decent job of that. But uh, just late, it felt like he was trying to win it. Um, himself, uh, which which yeah. you don't always see from LeBron. You don't see that from him often. Uh, so I was surprised to see him do that, especially when you know uh, Kawhi finished the game 11 of 18 from the field. Uh, AD was 9 of 16 from the field. Uh, Chris Paul's 8 of 13 from the field and 7 of 11 from the on the arc. Like These guys had it going. LeBron finished uh, 9 of 20 from the field and 2 of 10 from beyond the arc. Uh, obviously, it's, ooh, it's an ooh. exhibition game. It's an all-star game. It's but ugly. He just felt like, you know... I'll give it to LeBron. He did have that one play defending Giannis in the post where he simply shut him down and forced it out of bounds off his leg. That was pretty impressive. That was a nice defensive play. One but, play out of the whole game. No, one no I, th- I think it was a nice play. But, but I, 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 yeah, I just thought that, you know, Kawhi, AD, and Chris Paul had it going. Just just let them handle it. There's no need to force that. I mean, there was the, yeah. the, the way he got blocked, the one where he tried to draw a foul, the logo three. I mean, if the logo three goes down, it, it's an epic, monumental shot. Yeah, but they, that might that's be enough to get problem. MVP. He, he always tries for these epic, monumental shots, and then they go horribly wrong. And I'm they'll like, always go horribly wrong. Like, Not dude, always. most of the time they do. I mean, I've watched Lakers games all season long, or ever since he's come here, and he does this kind of stuff all the time. Sometimes it works, and a lot of the time it doesn't. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, like, like we said, <laughs> he's the best passer on the team. And you got one of the best scorers in the league in Anthony Davis. Dish the ball, dude. Dish the ball. There's a reason why you're leading the league in assists. Keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's tough because LeBron obviously can, can get it done. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Kawhi finished with 30 points, uh, eight three-pointers. Uh, LeBron, 23, 5, and 6. Uh, Chris Paul said 23 points, six assists, seven three-pointers. AD had a nice game, 20 points, nine rebounds, three steals, three blocks, and an exhibition. Uh, over on Team Giannis, they, they, they had some nice guys, too. Um, Trey Young didn't have a great game, but had 10 assists. Uh, Giannis had 25 and 11. Yeah, that one half-court buzzer beater. That was yeah, his, that's true. One that of his two three-pointers. Oh, didn't he? He nutbegged uh, James Harden, too, but he didn't finish. Yeah, I, I, oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, nutmeg James Harden. Had that half-court three, which is funny because uh, Luka did it against Trey's team on Friday, and then Trey did it against Luca's team on Sunday. Yeah, so it looks like they just sort of uh, an exchange. I think it was from around, uh, it was going towards the same basket, too. Yeah, I think the only difference was that uh, Luca's banked in and Trey's was a swish. Oh, man, those are two nice shots. Look, that's uh, another thing. Luca. Yeah, I mean, he was non-existent in this game, really. I thought he would kind of ball out. But. Well, I think it's coming off the ankle injury. He missed, I think it was six or seven games for Matt for the Mavericks. So he's probably just taking it easy and enjoying the game. Ben, ben um, Simmons definitely looked like he wanted to make an impression, though. And he was doing just that. Like, he was stealing balls, and, and he had a few breakaways. And yeah, well, I was going to ask. 
Just didn't see him again. I was going to ask you, who was who, who your most impressive all-star performance from the game? I mean, other than the obvious guys, who was, was there anyone most surprising? I'd say Simmons for the short amount of time he was out there. And then Chris Paul. Chris Paul surprised me. Did he? Well, because, I mean, so many people have kind of written him off already, right? Like, oh, he's too old, he's done, you know. Clippers got rid of him, Rockets got rid of him. But he's still playing at a, a really high level. It just goes to show you, you know, like, it's all about who you're playing with and the kind of system you're playing in, and and, and he can still get it done. He may not be worth the 40-plus million or whatever he's getting paid every year, but he's still pretty damn good. I think for me, I have to... I think both guys were on Team Giannis, and it was either Rudy Gobert or Kyle Lowry. Rudy Gobert had a quiet 21.11 rebound game on 10 of 11 from the field. Also had a couple Super blocks. Super quiet. Yeah, yeah but he just... He just he had the game, the game tying dunk, or the the quarter tying dunk um, at the end of the third. Um, just performed well the entire night, um, and then Kyle Lowry took a couple big charges. Obviously, had the big foul late to send AD, AD to the line and uh, end the game. But but he also Lowry, had offensive though on the other end, like immediately. That's oh yeah, that's right. But but I he think he did like a big charge on Harden. Yeah, he, he had the offensive foul right after the charge. That would have ended the game. That would have ended the game. Harden made the three. Yeah, but well, he lost the ball immediately because of him on the other end. And yeah. then he fouled Anthony Davis that sent him to the line for the game-winning free throw. It was crazy. It was a very fun game. It was fun. Um, but I, yeah, I think I'd have to go to... It was, for me, it was between Lowry and Gobert. They were very impressive. Um, yeah, real quick, uh, we wanted to tell you guys about... Uh, our new sponsor, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. Uh, for example, you have March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day all right around the corner. Bet Online has you covered for all of your latest news, scores, and odds. Uh, it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The best part is when you sign up, you receive a 50% welcome bonus. The Wilder Fury rematch goes down on Saturday night, and we can't think of a better way to wager on the fight than doing it with actual free money. You can head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's super easy, and if you're already into betting, it's a fantastic way to support this podcast. Again, uh, the promo code is BLUEWIRE, that's B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, all one word, when you sign up on betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, we're going to jump right into some of the post-game quotes we had from... Um, our MVP. Uh, well, before we get the quotes, um, we didn't even talk about this yet. The NBA renamed the All-Star Game MVP Award to the Kobe Bryant MVP Award, which was, um, I think, something that people had been talking about and, and, and you know, as a way to uh, commemorate Kobe and, and have his legacy go on. I think Kobe had uh, two All-Star MVPs, correct me if four. I'm wrong. He had four? four? Yeah. He led everybody. I think Jordan had three. It was either Jordan had four and Kobe tied him. I don't think I don't know if Jordan, Jordan had, had three and then Kobe surpassed him. But I know Kobe was there at the top, so he's either tied or he surpassed him. Wow! So it makes sense that they renamed it after Kobe Bryant. Totally. I thought um, it was so cool that they did that. Yeah, they announced it on Saturday night. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, way to commemorate Kobe and 
it just it almost I don't want to say it gave people extra incentive, gave players extra incentive, but I just imagine being a player and winning the first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award as being something special. Uh, whether you're LeBron on the Lakers, AD on the Lakers, Kawhi on the Clippers, um, even James Harden, um, Trey Young, Luca, guys who have looked up to Kobe or talked to Kobe or have been mentored by him. Um, I think everyone sort of had incentive. Like, Obviously, no one's going to say they went out and, and, and straight up went for it uh, from the get-go. But I thought it was a cool way to sort of, you know, whoever wins that, obviously, is just, it's just a memorable um, award to have. And uh, the winner of the award from last night, obviously, was Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Clippers forward with 30 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals on 11 of 18 shooting. As I mentioned earlier, he had 8 three-pointers in the game. Um, he had 25 in the first half and had 7 three-pointers in the first half. So he really paced uh, Team LeBron in that first half, you know, keep, keeping the score close uh, in both quarters. Um, only played 20 minutes in the game, but I think, you know, ha- had a big jumper late. Um, after an offensive rebound, hit AD for a nice reverse layup on an assist. Uh, just made a couple. Didn't didn't make a lot of big plays in the fourth. He had some big plays, not not as many as say guys like Chris Paul, or LeBron, but he did pace the team in the first half and ended up leading the entire game in scoring with 30 points. Uh, he did come one three pointer shy of tying the All Star record for three pointers made in a game, which was nine by Paul George back in 2016. Um, yeah, Kawhi was. I think Kawhi said post game that, you know, once once he came out and started, uh, what was a four four from beyond the arc, he felt like he had a chance to get it. Um, I, what do you think of Kawhi's performance? I mean, I I I thought he was basically just dominant and and, and picked his spots well, but um, yeah, I I just don't know what else Kawhi could have done. I think he played a pretty fantastic game for the most part. No, I think he was the best player on the floor for. The majority of the game, really. Very deserving of the MVP. Just the way he was just knocking down those threes, it was just like, man, he's on a mission. And I was thinking, like, uh, the two guys that probably were more motivated than most were Kawhi and Giannis, you know? Because Giannis got challenged by Kobe to win the MVP, if you don't if you don't remember. Oh, that's right. And then that's Giannis right. went and, and won it, you know? So he's... Kobe sparked him. I think I think Giannis is one of the few players in the league now that plays with that kind of mama mentality, that relentlessness. And I mean, he even showed it during the game. You know, he was throwing down dunks every, every other possession, and he just seemed very eager. You know, blocking LeBron, and um, and then Kawhi. You know, working out with Kobe in the summers, and he obviously left an impact on him. I mean, he even had that quote right that. Uh, just how special was it that he won the Kobe Bryant, the first Kobe Bryant MVP award? He says it's very special. Like I said, I had a relationship with him. Words can't explain how happy I am for it. Able to put this trophy in my room, in my trophy room, and just be able to see Kobe's name on it means a lot to me. He's a big inspiration in my life. In my life, he did he did a lot for me. So you could tell it was profound. It was uh, Kobe had a profound impact on him, and I mean Kawhi is is Kawhi now because he's kind of embraced all of that. So, I think if you look at, um, you know, the guys who dominated the mid-range since Kobe, um, Kawhi might be the best at the, at the mid-range game, aside from maybe Chris Paul the last six or seven years. 
Um, Kawhi's not 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 a not a great three point shooter. He's a good three point shooter, uh, but he does a lot of his damage in the mid range area. Um, you see him isolating. If you watch a lot of Clipper games, you see him do a lot of his work there. Um, you know, he told that story uh, after the game where um, his first All Star game, he said he sat next to Kobe and they had a conversation. And Kobe asked him, you know, hey, how many how many shots have you taken? Like, what's the most shots you've taken in the game before? And he said, my highest is probably like 19. And Kobe said, you you know how many I've taken? And Kawhi said, how many? He said, 47. And Kawhi's <laughs> like, well, all right. <laughs> and he just laughed. Um, and that, that, that's just such a funny, a funny story, I think, because Kawhi, it's just so genuine. Like, you can't make that kind of thing up. Just, that's probably who Kobe was. And that's Kobe, and, and Kawhi explained oh, totally. it just like that. Well, Kobe scored 81 points in a game, so <laughs> those yeah. atten- attempts had to be up there. I mean, I don't even know if that's that's when he had the 47. I'm pretty sure that's when it was, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that, that's so that's a total Kobe quote, and that's a lot like Jordan too. Jordan would say the same kind of thing, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kawhi Kawhi is totally deserving, and definitely was a big fan of Kobe, so. It's got to be a cool thing in his trophy case. It's no funny. Some, about it. so it's funny. Some, someone asked him uh, after the game if, if he's gonna if he's gonna gun for the MVP award, the regular season MVP award, after winning both Finals MVP and All Star MVP. He says, oh, well, he says yeah, but my mindset is just to make my team better, and you know the, the the normal quote you hear always just try to make my team the best team at the end of the season, and if I'm fortunate enough to win MVP, then I'll be happy to win it. Uh, but he always just wants to win championship. I'm not really concerned with my personal goal. I always want to just play an MVP level so my team can win. Um, I think to- I think that's the personality difference with Kawhi. I think he's got that same kind of drive. Like yesterday, he was determined to win that award, right? But he's not going to come out and say it like that. Like Kobe would just say it, right? Yes, I want to get this. This is this what I want. I want this now. You know. But Kawhi would kind of skirt around a little bit. I mean, it's just the personality difference. But they still play hard as hell, you know, and they, and they, and they leave it all out there. Yeah, I mean, again, first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award. Um, special. It's very special. Um, did, you hear, did you see the post-game interview where Charles Barkley asked him if cyborgs have mantles to put their trophies on? No. no Char- Char- Chuck asked him if he had, you know, Kawhi said he's going to put his trophy on a mantle and, and, and Chuck was like do, do cyborgs have mantles and he legitimately confused Kawhi Kawhi's like cyborgs what and he really? later explained that like uh, why he doesn't smile he said people he's like when I see people who are serious or you know when they really try to score they, they don't really smile in the fourth quarter uh, they're just focused on getting a basket which is like the most authentic Kawhi I feel like the most authentic Kawhi answer ever is like you can't smile when you're trying to get a bucket in the fourth quarter you have to be serious and like not smiling. It's just so funny to me, considering all the interviews we've done with him. <laughs> it's just yeah. really funny. So true. That's so Kawhi for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, All Star again was fun. Um, next year, Chicago. I think Chicago w- w- really needed this, considering their team has been pretty crappy the last couple of years. Um, I just can't believe they haven't had a game there since '88. Like that's, I was blown away by that. Wow, has it been that long? Yeah, well, that's what they said, you know, during all those the, the tributes and stuff, like when Colin wow. was talking. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm happy they uh, they had a game there because their team is terrible. Um, I know we, we talked to Jason. Jason was like, "Yeah, team's freaking terrible," 
but hey, at least we have the All-Star game, so. Um, but yeah, just moving on real quick, um, to a look ahead, uh, because this is the Battle for LA podcast, and, you know, a little bit of Lakers-Clippers coming up. Um, All-Star break, guys are going to be having a lot of time to rest. Uh, I don't think any of the Lakers are, are banged up right now. I think they're all relatively healthy. Uh, am I wrong about that? Yeah, Anyone no, injured? they're all good. I mean, there's little nicks and bruises, you know, like with was it uh, Anthony Davis's sprain finger was was on the injury report for a few games, but nothing. Oh, you can see it on that first free throw. <laughs> I saw somewhere where he he purposely missed that one. He claims he told the team he purposely missed it so that That's, there's more drama on. for the second one. But the thing is, if you miss that second one, you look like a choker. <laughs> and, and stupid, too, if you miss the first one intentionally. In your hometown. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I'm not, I don't buy that. I think no. he was, yeah, I think he missed the first one, uh, just, just happened to miss and made the second one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah so, there's, there's, there's nothing, I mean, there's no real concerns right now. I don't, there's, there's nobody really banged up. And they got plenty of time until they play the next game. They don't play till Friday. Well, I was so. going to say, they, 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 I mean, I'm sure LeBron has a couple of days for vacation. Uh, AD, a couple of days to rest as well. Um, they have four days off now until Friday they play. And they have a three-game homestand too. So they, they get to be in L.A. or they get to sort of not have to travel for a while. Um, Friday they take on the Grizzlies at home. Uh, Sunday, they take on the Celtics in a primetime game. Well, actually, oh, there's well, actually, kind afternoon of a game. big thing, though. Um, so they got those two games, and then the one day off in between is Kobe's memorial, right, at Staples. So, Oh, on Monday, on Monday, 2-24. Yeah. yeah. So Friday, Friday, Memphis, Sunday, Boston, uh, afternoon game. And Tuesday is against New Orleans, but before that, in, in, in that off day on Monday, um, the Kobe Bryant was it Celebration of Life event? Is that what they called it? I think it's called a Celebration of Life. Yeah, was on the press release. Uh, I think pretty sure that was yeah. Um, I think there it's about ten a. It starts at ten a.m. I want to say, and um, goes on for a few hours. It's funny because the Clippers play a game that night. I don't know how they're going to empty out Staples Center. And yeah, it's get gonna it ready be, for a game. It's going to be awkward. I mean, how do you usher grieving people out of a building? Especially people, I mean, from what I saw, the tickets are going to be pretty expensive, right? Oh, I think they're, what, 240 bucks or something like that? Yeah, I know yeah. they're all going to, to the, the charity or, was it the Mamba 3? Uh, I believe it was, yeah. But, yeah, um, it's going to be strange. It's going to be strange. I got the... Uh, Credential uh, requesting, and I'm wondering if I should should do it or not. Well, I mean, it, it'll be interesting, but it's just uh, it'll be one of those sort of closing closing closure. It'll, it'll provide closure for a lot of fans, I think. Um, yeah, I don't think LA Live. I don't think there's going to be much closure until the season's completely over. Interesting. It's going to be it's going to be completely over, and then you still got you know Kobe's birthday in August after that, and it's, so it's it's gonna going to be a while. I, I, th- I think I agree with you on that because this entire year is going to be do it for Kobe, do it for Kobe, which is wrong, but it's still going to be what's said. Well, then you're going to um, see a tribute for all the teams that haven't played the Lakers yet, you know, whenever they travel. Right, uh, right. So that there's, it's still going to be lingering around for a while. Well, Justly um, so. I mean, it makes, it makes perfect sense. It's just, uh, just tough. That, that day is going to be probably the hardest. 
for everybody. Again, that's Monday, uh, February 24th, 224, uh, at Staples Center. If any fans are interested in going, I think you can buy tickets online. Ticketmaster. Um, but yeah, th- so the next week for the Lakers, basically, home for Memphis, home for Boston, home for New Orleans. Uh, from now until Tuesday, February 25th. Uh, over on the Clippers side, uh, not so healthy. Uh, Patrick Beverly. You know, it's weird. Patrick Beverly had been dealing with a groin injury for like, and he missed like the last five games. Had been ruled out like a day in advance, and then all of a sudden showed up to Chicago and just did the skills challenge. And I'm like, oh, so he's healthy. <laughs> That's weird. I just we got no updates, and I was like, oh, is Pat still going to do this? Is is he healthy enough? I mean. I almost want to say this, and like, thankfully he lost in the first round. Didn't, didn't have to aggravate the groin. Didn't Doc say he wasn't going to do it? Uh, no, no one ever said anything like that. Oh. But I was just curious because it wasn't in his hometown of Chicago, but also, like, it just seems weird that that he was been he's been ruled out days in advance, and then all of a sudden he's able to do it like two days. Like they they played Thursday night, and was ruled out a day in advance. When a groin, a groin is a tricky thing, man. I mean, you think you, you might be okay, and then you can strain that thing all over again really quick. Exactly. He actually, this is, this is a re-aggravation. He injured it a couple weeks ago and missed a couple games for it. So this is a re-aggravation of it. Yeah, there you go. Right there. Um, and Pat, Pat, I mean, I'm assuming he'll be good to go uh, when the Clippers retake the court on Saturday. They have a full five days off uh, from Monday until Friday on the Saturday afternoon game against the Sacramento Kings. Um Sacramento Kings on Saturday. They have the Memphis Grizzlies on Monday, as I said, after the Kobe Bryant Memorial. Um, and then they travel to Phoenix Wednesday, February 26th to take on the Phoenix Suns. So um, a couple lottery teams. Are, well, I should, excuse me. Memphis is playing well. They're in the playoffs. I, should, I shouldn't say lottery teams. But uh, teams they should beat in Sacramento, Memphis, and in Phoenix. Uh, if you remember, Mem- Memphis came into Staples Center and destroyed the Clippers, like 140 to 124 which sparked the um, comments from Montrez Harrell about locker room issues, and that turned into a whole article that, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. So hopefully Clippers can come out and take, a, take care of business. Um, but there is the issue of Paul George, who uh, we have no update on him right now, but we probably won't for a couple of days. But he suffered a re-aggravation of his uh, hamstring injury on Thursday night against the Boston Celtics in the first half. And it is the third time he's injured the same hamstring, his left hamstring. Um, the first time cost him a game, uh, a game or two. No, I think it was a game. Uh, the second one cost him nine games. This third one is tricky because I don't, hamstrings are also a very tricky um, injury. And same I don't deal. know how you. Same how deal, you, really. In terms of the thinking that you're healed, and all of a sudden you just you pull it doing some random thing. I just don't know how you go about um, dealing with this because, again, the first time he missed a game, second time he missed nine games, and this third one, the third one came before the All Star break, and this is the third time he's dealt, he's got a left hamstring injury in the last five weeks, like since the beginning of January. So, I. I'm not sure how you approach this. It might they might have just been playing it safe and wanting to rule him out with the All Star break coming. Um, you know, he felt a little tightness, but this is definitely a concern for the Clippers because Paul George hasn't been able to stay healthy. Um, he had the shoulder surgery, obviously, which uh, he's returned from healthy, but uh, you know he's gotten I think he got hit in the nose, uh, didn't break it, but was you know took a hard hit there, 
had some vision issues, um, had the hamstring issue. I uh, can't remember what else he had, but just he's been banged up all year, and the Clippers can't win. They they need guys on the court to build chemistry before the playoffs start. We're about a month and a half away from the playoffs, two months away from the playoffs, and the Clippers have probably three games healthy all season. Um, that's not going to get it done. So I don't know what the Clippers' plans are. I don't know how Paul George is doing right now. We will have an update for you probably Wednesday or Thursday when the Clippers practice. Um, but as of right now, it's there's not much known about PG's injury. Um, Clippers are going to have to be careful. Like I said, they're just going to have to be really careful with this. Um, they, they do have some light games on their schedule coming up, but, you, man, you cannot afford to bring PG back and suffer a fourth injury to the left to that left hamstring. Because okay. then, then I'd say keep him out a month at that point. Let him fully heal. Well, sounds like you're screwed, man. Screwed. Yeah. Yeah, done. Season's over. <laughs> Get ready for next year. Um I can't. Has anyone has anyone suffered a hamstring injury like this repeatedly, other than like Chris Paul? I can't remember one. Uh, we just had hamstring injuries come up like this. No, Chris, like you said, Chris Paul with the Rockets, right, and ended their title hopes. Came but, up in uh, the worst time too. Game not, same five. Not reaggravating it to where you have the problem three times. That's that's kind of crazy. Three I times be, in five weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if they shut him down for the rest of the regular season and hold him out to the playoffs. Paul the, George? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to keep risking him potentially having a uh, season-ending injury? I mean, this could be a, something that needs to be fixed with surgery. Well, I mean, we, we don't know much about it. It could just simply have been tightness that they wanted to play it safe with the All-Star break and, and give him another week to rest. It, it could be that. Potentially. Um, it could be something more serious, but we haven't heard anything about that. I saw PG was at the, what was it, Turks and, and Kaikos? Vacationing over the, over the weekend, uh, I'm sure he's there the next, today and tomorrow or something. But um, well, I mean, that could also be the reason why they were so aggressive about about getting Marcus uh, Morris. You know, was another offensive option. Yeah, I mean, at least for somebody to hold over until PG's healthy or healthy enough. I mean, they're going to need him. Marcus Morris is not going to be enough uh, if PG's not healthy. They're going to need him. So, um, like I said. Clippers have the Kings, Grizzlies, and Suns coming up this week. Uh, well, this week. It's Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. And the Lakers have the Memphis Grizzlies, Boston Celtics, and New Orleans Pelicans over the next week. Um, we'll see how everything goes. Again, it's going to be a couple days off before teams start playing. Um, so we'll see how everything goes. That's pretty much it from, from my end, uh, from our end here. Uh, unless you have anything to add, Ryan. No, that's that's it. I mean, it's going to be it's a long week of waiting. It's going to be quiet. It's going to be quiet today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday. It's going to be, it's going to be quiet. But, um, yeah, as always, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, you can subscribe on Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your, your, your podcast, Google Play. And, um, as always, yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a comment, question, concern, review, anything. Um, let us know what you want, what you want us to talk about, uh, what you hate. Um, shoot us a five-star review as well, wherever you get your podcast. What you hate. Let us know what you hate. Ryan loves hearing what you guys hate. Oh, Don't man. you, Ryan? Oh, yeah. I love it. Why'd you change your voice all of a sudden? Bring on oh, the yeah. hate. Because <clears throat> I love it. <laughs> Stutting on the haters. Um, 
Yeah, as always, I'm Tomer Zarli, your LA Clippers beat writer. You can follow me at Tomer Zarli, that's T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Ryan Ward at Ryan Ward LA on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now YouTube. Um, hey, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of post-game content there as well. And... Uh, yeah, follow Clutch Points. Uh, you know, follow Blue Wire Podcast Network. Got a lot of good stuff going there as well. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Later. on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.